Let's see, hopefully. What up, though? What up, though, everybody? And welcome to the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. It's your girl, comedian T-Barb, and we are live in the building. Make sure that you stay tuned in. Don't forget, we are on Detroit is different. It's your favorite retired hood rat, your girl, comedian T-Barb, in the building. Let me give myself a little applause. Oh, that's loud. Shout out to everybody. Oh, that's a lot of applause. Okay. Shout out to everybody who is listening live. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm also live on TikTok this morning. So don't forget if you've never tuned in to the Retired Hood Rap Podcast, that you tune in each and every Monday to see us live. Don't forget every Thursday, we are on all platforms. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, on everything. And don't forget today is all about hot topics. Okay. We got your boy Darnell Jones on the bill. And then we got your boy Nico Hall, two of Detroit's finest, gonna be joining us. Um, like I said, this is your first time listening. Don't forget, I start with my word of the day because I am the Ayala of the ghetto. I feel like I'm here to give a little bit of inspiration. Outside of that, then we do our hood rap prayer. Remember, the prayer ain't about Jehovah. It ain't about whoever. It's just about putting some inspiration out into the world. I want to say. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting the movement, supporting T-Bar, my comedy, everything I'm doing. I just want to start my day out by just saying thank you. It has been an eventful week. I want to get off into what happened in Buffalo. We got to talk about what happened in Buffalo and the fact that um, there's always an attack on the black community. It's an attack on all minorities, but we definitely got to talk about that. Also want to talk about your boy, Kevin Samuels. Okay, um, not to be hating like that. I'm not hating like that, but it's people out here getting tattoos with Kevin. It's all this stuff. So let's talk about how you feel about Kevin Samuels. Of course, not to disrespect the dead because we own that. We ain't about that. But I, I do want to talk about the fact that I feel like some of us is lost. You know, like to go get tattoos and all. Anyway, we go off into that. And then also um, I want to wrap it up by talking about some local issues here in the D um, with the comedy world and what has been pretty much going on. Um, Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to my girl, Just Niche. This week I just did Chicago. I did the Promontory. Amazing venue. Also did um, Q's. Um, place, which is her weekly room. And it was amazing. And I just want to talk about my journey in Chicago, you know, and shout out to, like I said, everybody watching on TikTok. We got Michelle Barker, 93, um, Rob Bosman say Detroit up in the building. What up though? Only in Detroit. If you ain't seen some of the videos I've been putting up, make sure you go watch them because they funny as hell. Um, and I am live in this thing. Give it up for all the ladies who always looking cute. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking my new short haircut. So if you listening on Thursdays, you need to come on over on Monday so you can see how how crude. You know, when girls think we cute, is we crude. You know what I'm saying? I ain't cute, I'm crude, boo. I'm doing it, okay? Aunties is doing it real, aunties of Detroit. And like I said, I always start my show off with some inspiration, and we call that the word of the day. You know why? Because I am the Ayanla of the ghetto, self-proclaimed Ayanla of the ghetto. And I love to give some inspiration to you whores this morning before I pray, because I guess real ghetto. So we got to keep it moving like that. And um, today, what I want to talk about is focusing on yourself. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I'm noticing we focused on everybody else, especially when it comes to social media. And it's okay to take you a social media break if you feel like you're becoming consumed with other people. And, and, and let me rewind and tell you what I what I, my thoughts are on this. I feel like sometimes people are so busy looking at what the next person is doing, they can't even concentrate on themselves. When it gets to the point, when you so busy watching what somebody else is doing that you can't focus on yourself, that's a problem. That means that you need to reset. You need to rewind and stop giving unsolicited advice. Sometimes people ain't asked you shit. You mad because don't nobody want to listen to your advice. Well, they ain't ask you. 
that we did not ask you. We didn't ask you how to put on our shoes, what to do today, what to eat. Nobody asked you. Nobody. N-O-B-O-D-Y. I ain't talking about you talking to your kids. I ain't talking about you talking to your spouse or your woman. People in general. And then we got the nerve to get upset when somebody don't want to listen to our unsolicited ass opinion. I didn't ask you, boo. Like, if I really wanted to know from you, I would have called you. And the way I feel about it is, when your opinion is that valuable, people charge. Like, people who give health guru, life coaches, these people charge. That means that their advice is that good that they charge. If your advice is free, it probably ain't even what you thought it was. It, I'm just saying, when shit is free, that's just like when you go somewhere and the meal is free, it don't never taste as good as when you pay for that shit. Never. I you know well, no, don't get me wrong, because my auntie, <laughs> but she gonna get you because you're gonna buy her some Hennessy and some cigarettes, okay? Because she make the best potato salad, so you know she gonna want a pack of cigarettes. Like I'm telling you, if you don't even smoke cigarettes, don't stop trying to make my potato salad. Potato salad only tastes good for people who might have an ash in it. Just a little bit. I'm telling you, the best potato salad comes from bitches who smoke cigarettes, but that's another story. Point being. Stop giving it and then stop being upset when people don't want to take it. People don't have to take your opinions. Stop worrying about the next person so much that you can't focus on yourself. Like, I don't have time to pay attention to other people. Like, and, and, and sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's to the point where it's like, come on, T-Barb, you really had a little bit of time to pay attention. But I don't. You know why? Because I'm consumed with what I have to do. And not in a selfish way. Not in a way of looking down at the next person. But I'm busy making money. If I'm busy making money, I can't think about how much money uh, Jaquisha making. Felicia making. Relisha making. I made that name up. Somebody going to name their kid Relisha, but that's another story. But point being, I can't focus on that. Right? You know why? Because I'm worried about Tiffany's career, T-Barb's career. I'm worried about how I'm going to dress. I can't worry about how stupid this person looked to me. Oh, that's stupid what she got on. Because you know why? Because I got to do my own makeup. I got to put my own outfit on. If I'm paying attention to you, it's to congratulate you. It's to give you your props. It's to say how I appreciate you. It's to laugh. It's to support your business and pay some money. It's not to criticize you because we all have our own paths and ways that we going to do shit. I'm going to do it my way. You're going to do it your way. Always remember, two plus two equal four. Three plus one equal four. Four plus zero equal four. Uh, three plus one. One plus three. However you want to make it, it equals four. Ten minus six is still four at the end of the day. So I can't get mad at you because you choose to do it this way and I choose to do it that way. Like, come on. Come on, people. Stop trying to force people to do it your way. Stop looking down on them because they're not doing it your way. And start recognizing that if you was busy and you had shit to do, it wouldn't even bother you the way that they're doing it. You know why? Because you ain't got time to look at that. Go get you something to do. Find you something to do. Hey, hey, you know I love to make a song, y'all. <laughs> something to do. My new hit single, bitch. Something to do. Find you something to do, okay? If you got you something to do, you ain't worried about the next person, okay? As a matter of fact, that's my new hit single, Find You Something to Do. Let me give myself a little applause for that. Y'all can't hear that on TikTok, but I'm in here engineering the hell out this show. Boom. Shout out to everybody listening. T-shirt lady, what up, though? It's my girl, Danielle Danny, in the building, one of Detroit's up-and-coming comedians. Make sure you support her. If you in the D, they at the Prosper Center every Thursday. Um, and that's my Ayala word of the day. So if this is your first time tuned in to the Retired Hood Rap Podcast, thank you. We are on Detroit is Different. You can hear new episodes each and every Thursday. Yes, I take live on Monday, but you can hear the episodes every Thursday on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, Retired Hood Rap Podcast on Detroit is different network because it's different if you want to advertise with me let me know hit me up tbarb entertainment at gmail.com if you want to advertise be seen be heard by all of me and everybody don't forget tbarb um entertainment at gmail.com and this week 
I am headlining the Motor City Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. I started to say Motor City, the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. So this Saturday, you're not doing anything. Meet me at Ant Hall. Come check me out. Me and the Parent Trap. This Saturday, I need everybody in the building. Ant Hall is where it's going down. The Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. I am one of your headliners. Simply Chanel on the 20th. T-Bar up the 21st. They have a national headliner that's going to be doing sets both days. So I need y'all in the building at Ant Hall supporting the retired hood rat. <laughs> Don't forget, relapse is a part of recovery, ho. <laughs> Dang, I said ho and I'm about to pray. Excuse me. So if this is your first time, I always start off the show with uh, what I call the retired hood rat word of the day, uh, which, you know, just, you know, to give us a little inspiration. It's not about, uh, you know, all that. It's just about letting you know to mind your fucking business. And second, now it's time to pray. <laughs> Let us pray. Um, don't forget the prayer is not about what deity you serve. So it's not about Jehovah, Hishnu, uh, Buddha. Jesus, I'm going to say God, but you can replace it with every name, whatever God you serve. It's more so about putting positivity out into the world and letting the world know it's Monday morning. The universe is for me and I'm going to challenge the universe to give me everything I'm supposed to get. Make sure you bow your head. Don't forget, if you driving, do not bow your head because if you from the D, insurance already high as hell and you're not about to hit nobody with that no fault insurance. And then said, T-Barb, the one who's in, she's in to pray. Shout out to Moy Diferente. Uh, happy Monday. Happy Monday, Danny. I got to cracking up. I appreciate you. Uh, they say they will be downtown this Friday with the top drop. Okay, Rob Bosman, pull up with the top drop. Come see me at Aunt Hall to Saturday. Keep the top down, even though it might rain. We don't give a damn. We don't know what to do with the diggers. One minute is 85. I was at the beach yesterday. It's 87. Today going to be 69. So just make sure. Everything ain't corona neither. Some people just really got a whole flu cold from fluctuation of the weather. But anyway, so here we go. Let's bow our heads. Let's get this prayer part out the way because we got Darnell Jones in the building. My young dude, Nico Hall, supposed to be joining us. We'll see. Um, hopefully we can clear up our technical difficulties with Darnell and we can hear what he has to say about everything below us right now. Um, dear God, we are so thankful for the day. God, first off, I just want to send a special prayer out to those who are victimized in Buffalo, their family and friends. And God, I just ask that these lives are not in vain. God, I just ask that any life is not in vain, that we learn a lesson, that we get more empowered, that we get more unionized, that we get more together just based on the, the loss of life. God, it is just a tragedy. God, and I just ask that you fill somebody's heart with a little bit of strength to get through this. God, if somebody's listening who is so focused on somebody else that they can't focus on themselves. God, I just ask that you take their heart and, and that you materialize it, their self-esteem, and that you make them better, God. I just ask that you help them, God. I just ask that you help us, God, to be focused on ourselves, to be focused on being better, to be focused on being better people, to be focused on better parents, better partners, better community leaders, better neighbors, to get more money, God. I'm just asking that you take that thought off somebody else and put it into us to be better people to get more, to do more, to uplift more, God, and to manifest all of our blessings. God, I just ask that you bless somebody who is listening today. Bless them with prosperity. Bless them with love. Bless them with integrity, God, and allow them to understand, to focus on you in order that you may be better for the next person. In your name, we pray. Amen. Y'all did not know I was a pastor. <laughs> da, 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 da. If I was in church, look, the church would be going crazy past the collection plate. I almost said a cuss word, but I ain't want to. So that's the retired hood rat prayer. You listen to the retired hood rat word, and guess what? It is time to get into this show. Each and every Monday, we live on YouTube. Make sure you go to my YouTube, Comedian T. Barb, if you want to listen live. And every Thursday, Spotify, Google Play. Apple Music. Make sure you're following me on all platforms. I am T-Barb on uh, Instagram. And if you want to follow the show, it's Retired Hood Rat Mornings live on Detroit. It's different. Thank you to everybody on TikTok. Y'all been giving me likes. Y'all been giving me gifts. Keep it going. I need y'all help, okay? I'm, I'm just trying to blow up. 
Okay, but anyway, let me, something is going on with my little mouse. Everything is going wrong. Guess what? Because I am engineering the show as well as being your host, as well as being a comedian. And uh, I want to introduce our guest on TikTok. Of course, you guys can't see that. If you're following me on all platforms, don't forget, if you get over to YouTube, you can see everything. Okay, and this is my guy. This is one of Detroit's funniest and one of my favorites not only is he a comedian he is a friend of mine we ain't get along at first but we get along perfect now give it up for darnell jones y'all what up though why well, i can't hear you darnell i don't know i can hear me <laughs> i am upset hold on stop that i am upset i can't hear you darnell say my check one two one two can you hear me now Oh, this sucks. Okay, so we're going to redo this. We're going to have to get ghetto with it, Darnell. you probably going to have to call my phone, and then I'm going to have to put it up to the speaker because I cannot hear you. But for everybody looking, let me show you. This Darnell. This is what he looked like right here, y'all. And we, But we can't hear him right now. So we're going to redo this. Darnell, I want you to hang up and try and call us back. We're having some technical difficulties because this is Detroit is different, and Detroit is ghetto. It's always something wrong here so hang up try and get back on if not i'm gonna call you on the phone because we definitely want to hear what darnell has to say today on detroit is different i want to talk about what happened in buffalo i want to talk about uh the untimely passing of kevin samuels rest in peace to that king but it has opened up another conversation about life death and how you feel about people even in their death and i also want to talk a little bit about detroit comedy um our detroit comedy scene and the camaraderie and how we can be so much better so darnell if you click out come on back and we're gonna try and get back with darnell but i do want to know um before we get into this conversation i really want people to start thinking about what has just happened i don't know if you've been under a rock if you know what happened but um a couple of days ago was it a couple of days ago or was it uh more i'm trying to think i'm about to give it to you some i want to give accurate information on this because we know about it um, but I want to be as accurate as possible because um, right now I'm getting my journalism on. Um, but a day ago, um, according this is according to NBC News, 10 was killed and three wounded in racist shooting at Buffalo Supermarket. So um, this incident just happened um, May 14th. Um, we had an incident. No, was it May 14th? Or, yeah, May 14th. We had an incident where a white supremacist went into a grocery store and pretty much gunned down innocent people. It's to the And he did it live on Twitch. So um, this ad opens up a lot of things because yeah, yeah. if you follow me on TikTok, a lot of times I am in trouble on TikTok constantly some of the videos is the same videos that other people post but i am always being restricted based on some of the things that i post yet and still somebody can go on twitch and gun down 10 people and who knows if the live will stop or not so it just brings up so many issues darnell is back can we hear you darnell i hope you can <laughs> okay you hear? not here let me turn up maybe can we hear you now darnell say something Something. Can you hear me now? Darnell Jones, live and direct. Darnell. Darnell. All the way from Finkel. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to call Darnell on the phone so we can get Darnell's take on this. Because I'm trying, Darnell. they just killing me. We want everybody to see you smoke your black and mild live on air. But they can't. So if, <laughs> so if you listen to live on Thursday, don't forget every Monday we tape live so you don't be like, well, what is she talking about? We're talking about the fact that some of this is live and some of this is online. And um, if you're on TikTok, make sure you go over to YouTube Comedian T-Bar because I got to go now because I got to let Darnell call his phone so we can get his input. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in and for listening. Uh, we did good. We had 345 views. I love that. Um, okay, but let's call Darnell and let's just see if we can get the impact of what has happened what does this mean for us as a community? And what are your thoughts on it? So like I said, we're going to call him up. Let's call him up um, so we can 
have somebody on the show. It's not just T-Barb. Um, but once again, the senseless killing has happened. Hey, Darnell. Okay, so let me let me introduce you again to everybody who's just tuned in. This is my special guest. We have Darnell Jones in the building. What up, though, Darnell? Okay, well, okay, now everything is just okay. They're not gonna play me and just have everything going wrong this morning because that's just how my life be. It be it be going wrong, but we gonna get it back to going right. Um, and while we're waiting on that, I'm gonna let you know a little bit about this story. Hello. Okay, Darnell, I don't know what's going on. What up, though? Darnell Jones in the building. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to give you your own microphone. But listen, this is so ghetto because you're getting your own microphone on the phone. If only anybody could see this. Okay, talk, Darnell. I, I knew I should have just pulled up. You should have just pulled up, but since you didn't, this the way we we doing it. It's the Retired Hero Podcast. If you saw this, you would be cracking up because it's the microphone is just directly to the phone. <laughs> this is the Hood Rat Morning Podcast. I am not surprised. We're going to make it do how it do. Ain't we going to make it do how we do it? Somebody need to see that you as a guest. Matter of fact, I might give you a little camera just straight to the phone. Um, but Darnell Jones, let me introduce you again. Darnell is one of Detroit Comedy's finest, also known as the bad boy of Detroit comedy or one of them. Uh, what up there, Darnell? Tell them a little bit about yourself. Let me give you applause though first. All right, Darnell, tell them a little bit about yourself. What's up, world? I'm Detroit finest, like she said. Comedian Darnell Jones. Been rocking for 10 years. Been rocking with T-Bar since she started. That's my motherfucking baby sister. I don't know if I cuss or not. You can cuss. So I'm just... I wouldn't even say I'm the bad boy of comedy. I'm just one of the few comedians that's not afraid to speak his mind. Okay. Yeah, this is this is this is very true. Darnell is not afraid to speak his mind, which is one of the reasons why I love Darnell. Um, definitely appreciate you for being on the show this morning. Thank you for offering your presence. Um one of the things I was just saying that, that I wanted to talk about with people is the Buffalo shooting. So let me give you everybody an update, um, just in case you don't know um, what has happened. As of May 14th, a white gunman motivated by hate, this is according to NBC News, motivated by hate and dressed in tactical gear, killed 10 people and wounded three others. That was this past uh, Saturday. Um, afternoon in Buffalo, New York supermarket. The suspect was 18-year-old man. He shot 13 people, 11 of whom are black. Two were white, including a clip that has been circulating in the internet where he was about to shoot a white man and said, I'm sorry, and then took the gun elsewhere. Um, Erie County Sheriff John Garcia is calling this an act of pure evil. He had an apparent manifesto um, stating that um, the details of what he wanted to do, claiming that he wants to fight for the white race. His name is Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York. He was arraigned Saturday um, and captured without harm. He didn't even have a scratch on him. Thoughts on that, Darnell? It's a, lot, it's a lot of different ways where I can go with that. Because, okay, first of all, I'm going to say this as a person who is blocked on social media almost immediately when I say something that somebody doesn't like. This man went live stream and he streamed the entire incident. And I just don't understand how law enforcement couldn't really even get there in time when i can say kick your ass and boom 30 days immediately went right as soon as i push as soon as i push scene it's it's, it's, it's gone it's something can be done about it so, so first of all that was bad but just the incident itself man where is this world going this is this is hate upon hate this, this was really a kid. He's 18. He's a kid. So this starts at home. 
it definitely starts at home. That was a child. I don't know what his real, nobody knows what his real, real motivation is. You say it was this, it was that. It, 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 it's just, I'm kind of speechless. I'm kind of like, wow, still at that. To wake up in the morning and look on social media and see that, it was like, wow. Wow. Where do we stand in this world when it comes to hate and how far we taking things now? It's just amazing. Um, and, and and the thing about it is you brought up an interesting point. You know, as a black creator, and social media has started to be so censored. It's so censored to the point where, and on top of that, they don't even understand black lingo. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I posted something and uh, another comedian comment, oh, he about to kill him. And I commented, kill him dead, laugh face, laugh face, laugh face, instantly blocked, instantly blocked. And all I said was kill him dead as in we're laughing, he about to be dressed to the nines. And the fact that whoever censors this didn't even understand that this is my black dialect and shut me down as opposed to allowing someone to go on a platform like Twitch and shoot and kill and shoot and kill, then they don't block it at that time and then turn around when people are posting just the one with him saying sorry to the white man, not the the actual shooting and killing. I could see them taking that down because when I saw some of the, there were some of the uh, visuals that were let out that were extremely disturbing to the point where I almost start crying. You know, watching people in aisles just dead um, including one woman who was 32 years old, who was there just getting dinner for her family for that night. Um, it was another guy in his 60s that was volunteering to drive a group of seniors who needed a ride to the store to get their groceries. Um, and then they also say that the weapons were legally purchased. Right. Um, they say the parents, the suspect's parents, are um, cooperating with authorities um, and they know that he recently legally purchased these weapons. Um, and it was a hunting rifle, a semi-automatic rifle and a shotgun. The part that kills me is why is anyone allowed to just purpose purchase a semi-automatic handgun without a background check? Yeah. What in life do you need these kind of weapons for when you're a civilian? Hmm. Why would you even, why even be able to purchase something like that? There's no incident as a civilian, you need fully automatic weapons. And this is from, this from a hood guy number, number 20. For you to say that, I mean, I just feel like it just was so many implications. And the fact that as black people, you know what I mean? You thinking about it, the fact that as black people, we are always just so subdued and made to feel like, you know, we do this, we do that, and then turn around. You see what I'm saying? Turn around and this is what we're faced with. That's crazy to me. That's that's crazy to me. And, and you can't make me understand why was this man brought in without a scratch on his back? And then we got somebody like Philando Castile, who all he did was told an officer. All he did was say, I have a gun and I'm licensed to carry guns and down 21 times in front of his child. And we have a man like this who's taken into custody without a scratch. Like for real? My cousin beat his girlfriend up and was the guy who jumped on stage with Dave Chappelle was fucked up more than him. Yeah, he got broken body parts for that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is so so why is it okay for us to deal with this this way? I mean, for real. And then if we went out and went on these massacres, then you know what's so crazy to me? They're gonna have a full out trial. And in the trial, they got to watch the video and see if he did this or that. But anytime you point a gun at someone and say, oops, didn't recognize you was white and move it over, how 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 much mental illness is that? Yeah, you took a life after that. You took a life after that. Was very conscious of the lives that you took. So I just think that he needs to rot in hell. And this is, to me, 
the part where, and, and so what, I understand this show, my views may not be the views of everybody, but I feel like this is where, when we in the jailhouse, that we need to handle that business. Because I was pissed off that what's my man name that killed Trayvon Barton that nobody has put hands on him. Like, you can't make me believe we taking all this street justice. This the part where, where we really need the street justice to me. Whoever is in prison, they need to do something to him. There's no way he should walk away with nothing. See, I'm just hoping the media doesn't do this like they do certain other crimes. Like, for instance, when the OJ, when the OJ situation happened, it was every day, all day, OJ. Mm-hmm. Neil Cosby, every day, all day, all day, every day. Now, can you tell me what actually happened to the dude that dressed up like the Joker and killed all the people in the, uh, in the movie theater? Can anybody tell me what actually happened? Mm-hmm. See how the media just kind of let that go? Can you tell me what happened with Robert, uh, what was his name? Robert Blake, Beretta, when he killed his wife. Mm. In the beginning, it was big news. But the average person don't even know what happened at the end of those cases. Do not. Do not. And the, and the thing is, like you say, you have to be conscious of that because that's an excellent point. When it's a black crime, we constantly on air. But when it when it's a Caucasian crime, it gets swept under the rug. Because that's another thing I wanted to bring out. Remember the guy Kyle Rittenhouse? That's and you know what? That's almost like the attack on the Capitol, which to me was one of the should have been one of the biggest news stories of a lifetime. The fact that people took over what was supposed to be the most secure place. The Washington, D.C. and the White House are supposed to be considered the most secure places in the United States. You have white people that took it over, vandalized, broke in, stole this. They own the they they ran the guy that was the security guard down the steps. They assaulted people, officers even. Barely got time. I think the the most time somebody might have got maybe was a couple years with some with some probationary terms. And it gets swept under the rug. Like Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, if you didn't know, Kyle Rittenhouse was the guy who went to um to the protest and got to shooting people. And he and killed two people. Um, and they acquitted him um of uh, some stuff. The, the, the guy with uh with, with our governor. Yeah, with our governor. And so it's nonsense for this for this young guy who kills people, who gets dropped off by his parents, who nevertheless, this should have been a protective service case, even in that, because who drops their child off with a gun? But do you know that they just made a video game for him called Acquitted? In the video game, the embodiment of things no one asked for, a company who ties to far right, this is according to daily.com, extremism has launched a game that lets you play the role of Kyle Rittinghouse, shooting your way through hordes of zombies. The game is an obvious attempt to own the libs by making light of the Rittinghouse, killing two and wounding a third during the unruly civil rights protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, he was acquitted for that last year, killed two people, injured one more, and was freaking acquitted. And now there's a video game out that pushes this narrative of killing zombies called Acquitted. That's crazy. This game was made by Nordic Empire Games, and it's available on Steam. Nordic Empire. So that kind of tell you if, if you're familiar with Nordic yeah, okay makes sense then it's $5 for the privilege of shooting zombies in a battle of self defense versus the brain dead is what it says wow so we brain dead <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, House who was 19 um, has become pretty much a celebrity in white extremism um, but this goes back to, like I said, about Trayvon Martin's killer being acquitted as well.
So what is up with being able to harm um, Black people? You even think about the police officer who went into the man's home while he was eating ice cream and only received 10 years for brutally killing him in his drawers. Um, so what is this portrayal of Black people um, being so dangerous, yet white people are the ones committing the most crimes? Right. They taking us out at an alarming rate. Alarming. And, it, and the, the thing is, what is what is the answer? What is How do we stop it? That's the question. Mm. I think that's a question for, for many of us. I think that um, one thing we have to do, and, and this has always been something that Black people don't want to do, we have to take our buying power back um, and understand that money is the root of our evil. And it's almost to the point where I feel like people are being um, rewarded for harming Black people because we get more time for killing each other than any other race ever gets for killing us. Like, and we are the most forgiving race of all. Black people forgive. We forgive. We forget. We let things go by. But where, where, where do we go? What do we do? Is, is, is Everyone sits standing around with the same question. Where do we go from here? What do we do now? But is it a real answer? You know what? I think that a lot of people, and this is a story, we're going to have to have another show on this because this is going to set some people off. That's Christianity. Uh, Christianity. I was watching a documentary on Netflix called Africa. And I think it's it's something about it didn't just start in Africa. And what it talks about is when they brought the African slaves over, we had our own religion and we worship multiple deities. So there's a God for each and everything in the world we honored. Well, they broke us down and they beat us and beat us and beat us and beat us and beat us until we converted to Christianity. So that's. So that's not to take anybody's belief in, in Christianity away. Christianity is one of the oldest religions. You know, I believe in God myself. But we have to understand that some of that was put in place to change our mindset so that we would be forgiven. That's what the Bible preaches is forgiveness, forgiveness. They, they put you, they enslave you, forgive. They rape you, forgive. They steal from you, forgive. And that's not always the best option. Sometimes you ain't got to forgive. Sometimes you could be at peace with things without forgiving. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can't be forgiven. Hmm. 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 Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But that's our thoughts on that. Um, If you have anything else you want to say with regards to that, make sure you go to Retired Hood Rat Mornings on Instagram. I'm going to post a little bit of this conversation. You can leave a comment for us, but we got to move on to our next subject, which is your boy, Kevin Samuels. Okay. Oh, and I see that Nico just clicked in. Hold on first. Let's see if we can hear Nico. Nico, nephew. What up, dog? Oh, I can't hear you. Oh my God. I don't know what's going on. I can't hear you. Give me two seconds. I'm going to bring you back, Nico Hall. There's right. something going on with my system. I don't know. I've had this problem before, um, but I'm gonna work it out. So Nico Hall in the building. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring him right back. Let me let me give it two seconds, Nico. See what I can do to uh, get All right. going, um, while we get started about Kevin. I, I got to troubleshoot a few things. Um, Kevin Samuels. Um, if you don't know who Kevin Samuels is, Kevin Samuels is an African American gentleman who rose to um, Instagram and social media fame with having 1.4 million subscribers um, based on his critique of Black women based on what he said was a value. Okay, Samuels rose, and this is according to NBC News, rose to social media fame for videos like this with controversial relationship and dating advice offering highly critical remarks about women, many of whom were Black, determining their value based on their appearance, age, income, and number of children. Um, Samuels recently died at the age of 53, and it has created mixed um, reviews. Some people were happy and celebrated 
Samuel's demise. They said that Samuel had a heart attack from a possible fentanyl overdose while in the room with a woman he had just met. Um, as a black man, Darnell, let me tell me a little bit about how you felt about Kevin Samuels. Purely entertained. Okay. That's I looked at it as purely entertainment. A lot of it, I was like, he got to be joking. It, it, it's just harsh jokes, and it's his way of chasing fame, which was working. I didn't take him serious at all. I thought it was just like, hey, some people do this to get famous. Some people do that to get famous. And he bashed women. Yes, he did. Black women, hard. So I just looked at it like they're going to respond. So of course, it's his way. It's his way in because I'm looking at it like eventually, Oprah is going to say something. Eventually, you know, Michelle Obama may say something. Some people do things you might not agree with just to get recognized and that's what that man thought of to get recognized because think about it no one knew or cared about you hear me what it like or whatever he found he ran with it he got famous on really all he was to me just somebody trying to get on Okay. And, and I can agree with that. So lately I've seen people uh, doing tattoos uh, uh, with Kevin. Um, it's been a couple people that have got him tattooed on them. A lot of people, a lot of people celebrating his death. A lot of women saying, you know, and, and this being some things, are you familiar with Jamal Bryant, the pastor Jamal Bryant? I'm not sure. I don't think so. So Jamal Bryant is a famous pastor out of Baltimore, more um, emphasis known for having, um, he had his wife was on real, his ex-wife rather, was on Real Housewives of um, Potomac. And that's how he kind of got famous. He is a mega pastor. And it has been a lot coming with him saying he made a lot of crucial statements um, about Kevin Samuels. According to Black Enterprise, even beyond the grave, Kevin Samuels continues to tap the nerves of his most ardent critics. Um, and they're saying that notably, Pastor Jamal Bryant of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Georgia, I know he's out of Baltimore, he's in Georgia now, um, has made a lot of statements. Bryant took to the podium and denounced the teachings of the late Samuels, although he never publicly said his name. His congregation quickly deduced who he was, preferring to the question, how can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you don't have a level of traction of a high-powered man when that uh, man has to do a GoFundMe for his funeral, which let me put that on the record. The family is saying the GoFundMe for Kevin Samuel's funeral was created by an imposter and that Kevin did not need the money to be buried. Um, so I think that it's a lot. I don't I don't agree with anybody um, relishing in anybody's death. I think that that goes a bit far, but I don't have a problem with people introducing the conversation of was Kevin Samuels accurate? And accurate. Um, and I think he said a lot of things that women, that some people wanted to hear, but I think he was also a proponent of the narcissism that plagues our community right now and further division. I mean, if, if, if somebody was to take the time to look at his mother, his sisters, his aunties, I'm pretty sure the majority of his closest relatives fell under some of the same things and stereotypes that he was talking about. He may have been somebody who was hurt, who was disappointed, who was let down by his mother by his aunt, by his grandmother. So it's just entertainment. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. I don't even think he felt that way about some of the things that he was saying. Mm -hmm. 
That's a good point. It's just it's entertainment, people. Mm. And we all were somewhat entertained because we all watched. Whether we agreed with it or not, we watched. We missed. He caught our attention. Yes, yes. And I want to say as a woman over 35 that has never been married that I consider myself high value. <laughs> and yes, I have a double chin, but my face is still beautiful. <laughs> so just... Oh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm the most wanted, but... Come on, man. I do polls. We do polls. Male comedians, we do polls. Oh, my God. So here's the underground. Do polls on what, Darnell? Please don't get kicked out of the club. <laughs> you are very, very high on the most wanted female comedian. Body on the That's what I'm talking about. Top two. Me and uh, I don't know, shit. We'll see. Um, but I appreciate that. Don't forget you're listening to the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Each and every Monday, you can hear us live on YouTube and on Thursdays on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. I want you to go to Spotify, go to Detroit. It's different Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Click subscribe. You can hear all of my shows each and every week. We've had Reverend Horace Sheffield. Um, Alfonso Settles, Diesel, Swifty McVeigh of D12, uh, Brian of Stone, um, Jungle Clothing. We've had some of Detroit, Renika McQueen, some of Detroit's hottest people in across the country. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to my YouTube and join in on the conversation. We had my young dog, Nico Hall. Also, Rick, what up, dog? We are having technical difficulties, so we you can hear me, Nico, but you can see him. Do some sign language <laughs> for him, uh, Nico, on YouTube. What so up, dog? And then we got the incomparable Darnell Jones in the building. We have talked about the Buffalo Massacre, we've also talked about Kevin. You hear me now? Valuable Samuels, um, rest in peace to that guy. Um, but it does open up a bigger conversation, and of course, what I wanted to kind of conclude with which is killing me because we can't get any call. It's just division in our community and just keeping everything together. Um, I'll share a little bit. I recently, you know, I travel a lot to, for my job. I'm a traveling comedian. Um, I'm based here in Detroit, Michigan, but I travel all over. And I've been traveling all over since the beginning of my career. Okay, I tried out for the Apollo. I was six months in. Hell no, I didn't make it. I knew, shit, I didn't go thinking I was going to make it. I just went for the experience and the possibility that I could make it. I've tried out for America's Got Talent. I wasn't expecting to make it, but I'll tell you what, I was on this season of America's Got Talent on various clips. We was on about two, three episodes, me and Heather, uh, Heather Kyles out of Detroit. So we didn't make it. But they interviewed us, and our clips was on. I was on America's Got Talent, damn it. I was one of the little cameos. That's me. <laughs> Look at your girl. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you do things for the experience. And I think that um, when I went to Chicago, I just noticed that they they so close. They so close. Um, right, oh, my God. And, and, and breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. We definitely, you're right about this. Let's, we got to break down a break for my brother, Marcus Combs. Um, I just heard this this morning on social media. Today is May 16th. Um, and Marcus Combs, straight out of um, Chicago. Um, hilarious hilarious comedian known for Mommy Lounge Network presents Ashima Franklin's comedy show, BET Comic View, Comedy Def Jam. And that was in 1992 um, mm -hmm. that he was um, that he was a part of that. Um, rest in peace. Straight out of Chicago. Um, you will be missed. Um, very, very funny comedian. And I'm honored, you know, to cross people's paths. I don't always get to get close with people as, as a mid-level comedian um but i do you know I, I have ran across them and um you know rest in peace so let's do a moment of silence for our brother in comedy markets combs
Oh, it is. And I'm telling you, one thing about death for me is because I've had a lot of deaths very close to me. Also, um, I want to give a shout out to the Fluellen family. Uh, my partner, Jackie Fluellen, she just lost her nephew to a heart attack, Dion. Um, so I just want to offer that family some solace. I also want to give a shout out to the Hobson family. Um, who was related to my son as they just took um, there at the hospital with a family member on life support as of this morning, Jonathan um, Hobson, who raised up was um, like a uncle and a brother to me as well. So it's so much death going on that, you know, in those moments, be sad, but also remember and take that as an opportunity to live. Um to live your best life, to love, which is kind of the message I want to get off into, even from a Detroit uh, comedy perspective as a Detroit comedian. Like I was saying, I went to Chicago and I watched the camaraderie, which that's our hood red word of the day. <laughs> camaraderie means together, the togetherness. And I watched how jailed they were. I watched how everyone helped everyone and they felt like the success of one is the success of all. And I noticed that sometimes in our community, we don't feel like that. We don't feel like this, my success or your success equals all of our success. We feel like, well, why this person? Why not me? Why this? Why that? Why not me? Why not me? Why, and some people think that they can be everywhere all the time. I'm like, well, damn, you you going to do everything? Um, Everything. You just, every shit, you don't go to sleep. You just, you a boy, you a girl. It is coochie dick. Every opportunity for you. It don't matter if it's for coochies. I got a dick. Why one for me? It don't matter if it's for dick. I got a coochie. Why one for me? Redhead opportunities, white people opportunities. Hell, if they got a dog come up on stage, it's a nigga who feel like they could bark a little better. This show. Um, so I just feel like <laughs> I feel like I don't know if people have ever heard of the term divide and conquer. Okay. Um, divide mm -hmm. and conquer is real. If you study, look at him over there with the kids. Let me mute him because he's over there trying to be a good daddy right now. Um, <laughs> you forgot all about the goddamn podcast. You like cereal. Um, Cereal milk. <laughs> Damn, Finkel drama, the best drama. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to take only in Detroit over there on Finkel. Um, Damn, tires. We we catch a live Detroit action on Detroit is different. Retire here, Red Podcast. Um, but um, I think that that's something I wanted to touch with Darnell on. Um, Darnell recently had an incident. And like I said, we're not here to throw names and things like that. If you in the community kind of know. But Darnell recently. Okay, I know. That's messy, messy boots. Um, I just want to speak to. Um, first off, Darnell, how long have you been on the Detroit comedy scene? 10 years. This is 10th year right here. And, and this is my sixth year. In case y'all didn't know, May 20th Whoa. is my sixth year anniversary. So I'm going to years. I've been in this game a, a minute now. Um, and throughout the course of your career, what would you say is something that is needed in the Detroit comedy scene to make us better or stronger? If somebody, if a newer comedian calls you an OG, own up to being an OG. Speak, speak your mind. Be a man. Be a leader. Because just like in the streets, we 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 bash these young guys because they're doing things different. You know, they snitching and whatever, whatever. And we we don't know that. The blame falls down on us because we didn't teach the little guys like the OGs before us taught us. And in the comedy right now, it's the same thing. Everybody mad at this comedian because he's not following protocol or whatever, or he did. He's not doing this the way it's supposed to be done. You you will say that and all that, but then you, can you really say to yourself? I pulled this guy to the side and I gave him these jewels and I gave him these diamonds. The majority of the comedians can't say that. 
you didn't teach him. So, of course, he's running wild. He doesn't know. But the guys are hurry up and bash the guy for that. And that's not cool at all. But what is the protocol? So, because we could say rules and protocol, but who dictates what the protocol is? Like, okay, let's just say a guy doesn't understand the correct way how to handle a heckler, or he doesn't be able to, he's not good at being a host. I was blessed. Kool-Aid. Oh, hell, Kool-Aid. Marianne DeMoss pulled me to the side and they dropped tools on me. They actually mentored me. A lot of these guys aren't being mentored and some of them are in some of these comedy classes and schools. I'm not going to put out the names of them. Some of these schools, the teacher is teaching them. He's really taking them. He's really taking them there. He's really giving them lessons, teaching them this, dropping them that. Others, okay, uh, just sell me some tickets and you're a comedian now. That's not cool. Because that's your name on that. I think that, um, I, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I just think that with each generation, we just have to embody those generations. Um, it's almost like in doing my nonprofit work. Shout out to T Barber Friends. Um, and I was working with this group called Noah's Project. Um, shout out to Pastor Bell Noah Project, my girl Emily Parks over there working with the kids. And his thing is he's getting pregnant mothers because he understands he may not be able to affect the current generation, but if he get them as babies, he can raise them up in a way. Do you see what I'm saying? That changed the trajectory of our community. And, and that's the way I feel. I feel like when I came in, I had Kool-Aid, right? Kool-Aid embodied me. It's a couple of times where I would have been cheated if Kool-Aid wasn't there to say, no, T-Bar. I remember doing a competition and I know I killed it and they was not going to call me. And guess who stood up? Kool-Aid stood up in the back and said, no, T-Bar. There's no way. Like, y'all got to be kidding me. You mean to tell me out of what was right? So we still need to champion that same ideology of not always publicly, because sometimes you can miss the point by trying to publicize things. Sometimes, like you said, Darnell, if you pull me to the side or if you pull a girl to the side, not me, because I was about to say a fucked up example. Then I thought about somebody going to say, my you stank. For real. Because if somebody stank and you pull them to the side and say, hey, what's going on with you? You know, you normally don't smell like this. I smell you a little bit today, right? Versus you being like, who the fuck in here stank? Stank bitch. Not a person that stank is embarrassed. You didn't help them not stank. And they pissed. Versus you pulling them to the side, giving them some deodorant and trying to understand where they're coming from. So that's just how I feel about it. I feel like we have to embrace and body. And the last thing we need in Detroit is some more division. We just found a 16-year-old girl burnt up in a, a shot in a truck. They just found somebody else burnt up. It's just people dying every day. We losing people every day. So, oh. That's a whole nother issue. That is a whole another issue um, with that. But I um, just wanted to say that um, Darnell Jones, my guest, and we're going to get Nico back next week. Man. Because <laughs> you see Nico. Shout out to Nico Hall, one of my young dogs. He said, because, bitch, I'm funny. Make sure you check him out. Don't forget this week I'm at the Motor City. Detroit, well, the Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. Make sure you get your tickets to that Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. If you want to get your tickets, go on my website, tbarbisfunny.com. We almost out of here. Darnell, let them know what you got coming up, how they can follow you, and any final words you may have. Okay. I am also the founder and CEO of We Care Carpet Care. We take care of carpets, rugs, furniture, mattresses. We also do car detailing to certain people. <laughs> um, right now, I'm just doing a couple of guest spots here and there as far as comedy right now. Because I'm a little bit focused on my carpet care company. I am about to come real soon with a room that I'm about to run out in uh, Dearborn Heights. So Dearborn Heights, y'all holla at me. I'll be out here soon. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Darnell Jones. You can follow me on Instagram, Darnell Jones 95. We care, Carpet Care, 
313-685-4666. Once again, the number is 313-685-4666. If you mention in a post or a call the T-Bar Morning Show and set an appointment within the next 14 days, you will receive a 30% discount on any or all of your carpet care needs. All of your carpet candies. Also, I just saw this. Shout out to everybody. Uh, Nicole Johnson, they said they could hear him. I couldn't hear him. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, my, Mary Barber, hey, gorgeous. They said they could hear Nico. I can't. So, Nico, we got, dang, Nico got out of there. They could hear you, Nico. I couldn't hear you. That's crazy. Shout out to Smooth the King. Say my bro, Nico, and me, though. Hey, hey. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear Nico. So, we're going to bring Nico back. Since y'all could hear him and I could not hear him. I don't know what's going on with that, but we'll figure it out. Don't forget, it's the Retire Hood Rat Podcast. You want to follow me on TikTok. It's Comedian T-B-A-R-B. That's Comedian T-Barb. Actually, I'm going to have everybody come in the studio next week. Let's repeat this. Let's do it in studio. Let's talk about new being new in the game, coming in the game, because I just really want us to create a world of acceptance and to let them know that our scene is strong. We some of the funniest in the country. Don't forget to uh, stay up with me. www.tbarbisfunny.com. This Saturday, Detroit Women of Comedy Festival. And don't forget, this is Detroit is Different. We have a um, campaign coming up, a crowdfunding campaign on GoFundMe. Okay, that helps with a lot of studio, which I'll be hosting June 23rd, a lot of studio here with Kari Frazier. I want you guys to be... Um, stay in tune. Go to GoFundMe, $5, $2, $3. Go to Detroit is Different and help us with our efforts to better the community. Don't forget, Detroit is Different crowdfunding. Go fund me. I have a little bit more for you on that next week, but don't forget to go support us and support me. And guess what, Mitches? I'm out. Hold on, Nico. They go, let's say Nico. They said they could hear you. What so up, though? But let them know where they can follow you and how to get with you because the audience said they can hear you. It's Instagram, Nico Hall 313. That's N-I-C-O-H-A-L-L 313. And I appreciate T-Bar for letting me come on. And next week, we're going to be in the studio with it. For sure, for sure. I don't know what you said, Nico, but I hope it wasn't fucked up because I can't hear it. They say they can't hear it. Yeah, I know because you on the phone. So we, Nico, if you said something fucked up, we don't condone it. Is <laughs> something good? That's my nephew. <laughs> ah, shit. All right, y'all. We out. Thank you. Retire Her Red Podcast. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next Monday live this Thursday on all platforms. All right, we am.